At this point, you should be on the frame with a film strip title that says Oral Hygiene. Welcome to RO Hygiene. It's a podcast where we talk about educational films, experimental films, and weird documentaries. Uh, this is Matt with me today's Andrew Shearer. Hello. Hi. Yeah, I think today's film's like all three of those things. Yeah, I was going to say, you know, there goes the blanket over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that is um, Land Without Bread, uh, Louis Boudouel, and then, man, I wish I could say the original title. Can you pronounce that? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know any French. So, Look it up. Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah. I went to I went to France and tried the pate once. It was terrible. So have thanks. Ever, have you ever tried pate? Yeah. Didn't enjoy. No, no. I was like, oh, we should try new things, and took a bite, and then it was a group of people. It was like a class trip, right? So I was like, nobody try the pate. Oh, no. Um. Today's film, I think I, well, first, I guess, uh, would you give us the quick sort of breakdown? Yeah. Um, so The Land Without Bread is uh, Louis, Louis Bunuel. And uh, it's a, it was, I guess he made it after uh, Andalusian Dogs, the most famous movie with Dali. Um, but this was made without Dali. This was made uh, just with a camera and a crew. And they went into um, the poorest village in Spain, it was on the other side of the mountains and it was like walking into a time warp. And so the people are just, yeah, in the, the worst state. And it, it does kind of go along with his overall filmography in that it really does, if you want to look at it as um, kind of poking at the way that the uh, upper class um, kind of just turns a blind eye to their fellow human being, <laughs> or rather, you know, this, you know, it's trivializes the suffering of people, then it fits really right in. But yeah, there's some really horrendous things in this movie. Right. Okay, here we go. Sorry, I, I guess we're at Spanish. It's hard because sometimes his movies are in French and sometimes they're in Spanish, right? Yeah, so. Well, he's, um, he's Spanish. He is, so. I, Spanish and then, or Spanish and Mexican. Or Spanish. Yeah, because I know he made his, what, 50s and 60s films in Mexico, right? Yeah. Yeah, anyway, Las Hurdes, Tierra Sin Pan. Yeah, and Las Hurdes is the village's name. Right, right. So we got that. Um, of course, listed as a pseudo-documentary because I think this is one of the most sarcastic movies I've ever seen. Uh, maybe that's your upper-class thing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's that detached kind of manner in which the narration is done that really kind of pushes your point forward right exactly well i mean um it's it's a, it's the whole thing about what media manipulation because what the narrator is saying doesn't really jive with what you're getting on the screen at all no and but also but do you think though if it were just a silent film if you would have gotten what, what you would have gotten out of it are we going to get the uh inner title cards to explain things uh, well i mean as you... is if what well, would Boonwell have done that though that's the thing no i mean i think the whole point here is the um 
the fact that they're lying to you pretty much the entire time. Yeah, that is. Because <laughs> as you listen, they're like, what is it? All they have to eat are uh, uh, berries. And in May and June, not even that. Not even that. Yeah. yeah. No. And then it shows them in May and June what they're doing. In July, they have to walk uphill to school both ways in a blizzard, you know? <laughs> so that's where, like, to me, this one's just as surreal as any of his other things. It's just a, a more uh, subtle surrealism. Yeah, it's the presentation, which is, I mean, you know, if you're a fan of his work and haven't seen this, it'll take you a minute or so, I mean, you know. I mean, we get right into it and they're just like, unpromised land, which I said, I think maybe that's a Springsteen song. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, oh, was it later on just with, with, with all the lying, how they have the um, she's only 32 years old. <laughs> And you're going, who's 32 right here? <laughs> what is there There's another one where they're like, the, old, the smallest of them is 28 years old. And you're going like, I see no one 28. And then dude pops up behind. Yeah. <laughs> okay, he's probably 28. Yeah, I don't know. I, was that the real life Chucky dude? Yes. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I thought there. But um, I guess I, I haven't been up to this part of spain uh our equivalent i've seen some documentaries for some some of the um appalachian people have you ever mm. seen any of those no i don't think so okay those are interesting there's a bunch of them like made in the 60s and 70s looking at the life of like appalachian uh folk you know the mountain people <laughs> and they're not as sarcastic but in a weird way it's kind of a similar tone like let's go as far backwards as we can and and see what's happening yeah i mean I, I you know obviously you watch this and just compare with what was going on in, well in spain just over the other side then you're like how can these two things exist right but and yet they do and then you can't help but thinking about poverty in general and how could that exist when there's other people doing so well um i think there is a controversy this movie may not be like a uh, PETA approved i think i, I think I oh yeah no, actually some... shoving the goats off of a cliff or something no they were shot oh <laughs> okay shot. <laughs> yeah no um so i thought of cannibal holocaust obviously when watching this because <laughs> for those who have not seen cannibal holocaust it's a you know it's it's about the making of a fake documentary and so it's footage of this documentarian going to going to um observe these cannibal tribes of people but he totally starts setting up awful things to happen and um so Bunuel, what did he do uh he let a donkey uh, be stung to death by bees and but donkeys uh, and bees don't mix definitely yeah and that's that's horrible to watch and then um yeah there's a there's a scene where their mountain goats are shown and then one he's like if they get too close sometimes this happens and it's weirdly cut and I'm like, D he didn't have two cameras because you see like the donkey on fall in two different angles, one a wide and one a medium close. And so you're going like, how did he do that? It's because he <laughs> they shot the donkey or they shot the, the goat. And so, it, yeah, it, two goats. <laughs> yeah, it falls. But yeah, so that's um, yeah, I don't think Peter would like that. That's against a lot of rules. Well, they they did not try and put the disclaimer on this one, so at least we got that going for it. So, yeah. um, 
those two parts in particular yeah that's rough stuff today though the uh i guess the hernandos are like kind of you know hipster stylish right that's how the people dress for the artisanal bread shops now (laughs) oh yeah too and and you know there they all are um i I thought back to another time when you said this girl has been laying here for three days (laughs) she's tired (laughs) (laughs) but yeah there's yeah there's totally a part where they're all carrying bread around they're like because if their parents see them with bread they'll eat it that's pretty hardcore yeah of course again it's just the narrator is telling you this right uh taken of that it's just like kind of like somewhat pastoral visions of a somewhat back in time village yeah yeah and and, you know there is a feature a feature length uh cartoon about the making of this movie um yeah it was put out by g kids and it's bunuel it's bunuel and the and the val- the valley of the turtles or in the land of the turtles something like that but it's um it's actually a really good movie and it shows like how he got the money to do it and it shows the making of it and then it shows the controversy afterward um with the church and with spain in general the government not wanting these images of their country to get out yeah it, well again it's not so much the images as what he's saying on top of the images i think well, I, yeah <laughs> but, but um yeah I, I definitely thought the contrast with oh even in this tiny horrible village out in the middle of nowhere they have like a real nice big church <laughs> so yeah they did it was very ornate i'm like why don't y'all live in the church because <laughs> <laughs> that's because they got to trap guanji the dinosaur in there <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, that is, you know, these towns in Spain, I, I've, I've just been to southern Spain, but they do have like the churches in every town like that. So it's, uh, I mean, I, we didn't get into villages quite this tiny, but you got to work for that, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. And, and plus, you know, what hope is there for anyone if the church isn't, you know, really nice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's full of shit. The church ain't nothing. <laughs> What what is do you know anything on the like history of the distribution of this film? I, I remember having it like in the late nineties in a bootleg. What what was the uh the film place in Athens? There was the vision, then there was the even smaller place that closed even earlier. Mm, video library. Yeah, yeah, that was the one in the Win Dixie. So I I think I probably got it from Video Library and you know dubbed it. Yeah, it um it was usually released with uh Unshan Andalou. So uh, you get that and the land of bread because um, land of bread is only 27 minutes. Land without bread, rather, 27 minutes. They had a little bit of bread, but yeah. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so usually, yeah, they were released together. And so you'd watch one and then the other. So the tape that I rented from Video Library uh, to see this, um, this it was it was on the, the Andalusian dog. Yeah, I think I think. My DVD of that does not have Land Without Bread because, yeah, recently I've just, you know, if I want to see it, it's it's on YouTube. So, yeah, um, this would have been a VHS tape, so I don't know, but it was the famous one that showed the beginning of the eye scene. So you've got the woman with the eye open and the. Right, wizard. right. So yeah. That doesn't happen in Land Without Bread. I'm talking about the other movie. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I know, I know, I know that, but. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that would be rough. It's like, okay, you know, just for a cool callback, could you like sit there and here take this knife? <laughs> yeah, it's just it's, it's it's my director's trademark. Really, you know, some people have a 
know, the red balloon. Uh, some people have the uh, the guy with the tie and the uh, phone booth. I got the the eyeball cutting. So right, right, know. yeah. Except this time we're doing it for real. No grapes this time. No grapes this time. <laughs> but uh, and then I think the the other one, Le Dior, the the new age is uh, I think a year after this, which is sort of your feature length when uh, Chen Andalusia or a thing. That that one's well, really, you know, the Andalusian dogs perfectly timed because fifteen minutes is about all you need of that shit. I mean, I love that shit. That's like that shit, and you know, I'm it's the sparkling golden shit. But uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, you know, they. But I, I feel like they do go together. Um, and I, I feel like a lot of his other movies go with this as well, including like the, you know, the the last ones that he did. Um, I think they're all kind of addressing a similar thing. But uh, the idea of there being humor in this movie, you know. I mean that it's a it's I don't know. You'd really be asking a lot of yourself to treat this as some kind of bizarre comedy, but it is satire in its way. I was about to say to me, this movie's funny as hell, which maybe makes me a terrible person. But well, I mean, <laughs> the way it's presented, it's hard not to be like. Like I said, if you were just watching this with no intertitles or anything like that, and no narration, it's atrocity like footage you know what i mean it's it's uh it's almost snuff in a way um, <laughs> well, when it comes animal to the, snuff well yeah and in one part they go see this child's teeth they died yeah <laughs> again they're just telling you right i mean it's just a shot of a kid <laughs> yes i believe you i don't know Three days later, she was dead. Like I'm pretty sure they're just saying that, you know. So again, like the like the inner titles in um, Andalusian Dog, you know. <laughs> Two weeks later, and they're just like dead in the sand. That sort of yeah. So that it, kind of humor. I I think I read that he first presented it both himself narrating, um, but it was never shown just completely with no narration. I don't think, um, but. Uh, I guess you're asking what it would be like without that. And I think this one still has narration, but um, a few years later, there's the film where Eisenstein went to Mexico. Uh, that I, For me, maybe that's how this would be in that sort of, because uh, that's also so. in the small I, villages. But, he was, I, but I have it in the Eisenstein book. It talks about it. Yeah, no, I actually have it. I, it's one of those things I put on actually, like if I'm going to sleep and listen to music, so... <laughs> It's that kind of a movie, but uh, yeah. of course, it's that one. Just everything in it looks like a photograph. Where Benoit has sort of this uh, gritty look here, where it's you know, well, it is just man on the spot with a camera, right? So yeah, I mean, it is. Yeah, to my knowledge, they had one camera, and this is, uh, you know, it, it has that feel of. I ever see Titty Cup Follies, the one about the mental institution. Uh, no. That's uh, you're gonna like that one. I mean, it's it's really hard to watch though, because it's like, this is about all you can take, and, <laughs> but that one goes on and on. Um, but it has that same feel of like, uh, there's sort of a th that journalistic detachment, right? And so the whole time you're watching this, I don't know about you, but I was going like, help them, help them, because you get the sense that they dropped in. This place sucks. Look at it. Peace. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you know if they did anything after? I don't have any books on, on Boonwell. 
Uh, I guess I feel like it's just uh, dripping with the sarcasm. Um, yeah, Benuel, I, the thing I remember the most actually from Benuel is um, not any documentaries or anything. I mean, behind the scenes stuff, but this footage of him like showing you how to make a martini, mm. which I, was on one of the Criterion discs. But I actually did make a martini that way for like the 10 years after. So <laughs> may have made one for me then. I did make one for you. It's one of the few drinks I've ever seen you drink. <laughs> that's one of the few drink. That's the only mixed drink that I've ever had. <laughs> no, no. And I think that's how I sold it on you. I was like, this is the Bunuel Martini. You got to try you, it. You, <laughs> I was like, I think I was in your apartment and I was just like, okay. Yeah. You know, this is, he's not going to ask me to like pound this or keep having them. <laughs> Have, uh, line them up like uh, in the Thin Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no i as i recall bringing it to my face brought back memories of the uh the alcohol that my mom used to clean her jewelry in at night <laughs> that, that's that sounds about like a a proper martini yeah <laughs> it just gave it that smell like you know when you're about to get a shot uh like in your arm or something yeah. that alcohol smell that heavy alcohol smell when it gets near your nose yeah of course I, I haven't i haven't made that martini for oh, 10 years now so <laughs> but for the 10 I, years before that i was making them so yeah well thanks poonwill look what <laughs> you have in my life shooting goats and making martinis God. yeah no i mean it's it's hard not to uh it's i mean i can understand why this movie upset people i can understand why but I don't feel like it upset them for the right reasons. Yeah. You know? I just, I, I just feel it interesting that you and I seem to be watching this one with different eyes. Cause I just see it as like sarcastic as hell. So. <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and I'm sure that may well be right. Um, but I that, guess that, seeing that cartoon kind of um, tainted it for me a little bit, you know, because I didn't know much about him before I saw the cartoon. And so mm -hmm. I just assumed there are noble intentions with something like this. Um, well, this is apparently or, a guy who'd already been chased out of a theater being pelted with like rocks or something. So, <laughs> yeah. so it's hard for me to kind of, I don't know. It, I, it's hard for me to not view it the way I view any type of thing with like, you know, showing real death and real poverty and stuff. Right. Right. Yeah. Maybe I'm not looking closely enough, but I, I kind of wonder, yeah, the documentary might've done it, but in my mind, they just found a perfectly fine, but you know, technologically backward village and just went wild. <laughs> yeah, and used it for their own to make their own statement. Right, right, and, and of course, you know, knowing Bunuel, that it, it is an effective statement. Like, the, I guess the statement he's trying to make is the, the sort of the um, imperialist colonialist um, take on a village, right? Because you could live in a small village and have quite a nice life, but not not in the world of this documentary. Yeah. So if let me you, ask this then. Um, is this more in line with, like, what would Borat do if he went to Las Hurtas? Well, I think the, isn't the point that's where Borat's from? But the <laughs> Kazakhstan version? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I, it, it might actually be a fit for Borat. Because <laughs> Borat, you know, Borat needs to be the fish out of water, right? He needs yeah. to be in the city and among the rednecks and... Uh, well, the city rednecks yeah it just seemed like the kind of mirror that he was i mean it's kind of the reverse of him maybe i don't know i He's still have i still haven't seen that newer one so 
Uh, it has its moments. Okay. It's been a real long time since I saw the first one as well. But <laughs> No, it's not what everybody says it was. I think people just forgot how good that first one was. Mm. Uh, in some ways, it's wider in scope, but there's definitely some really funny stuff. Like, right. It's, it's good. But well, you know, it also addresses the fact that he, he plays Borat in the street and people are asking him for his autograph. <laughs> He's fooling no one. Well, the whole thing after that first movie is, oh, he was like, I can't make a sequel because everyone knows who I am now. And the whole shtick is being able to, you know, show up unannounced and unrecognized. So, yeah. So for the most part, in it, he plays a guy in a disguise, you know, he's wearing, he's playing a different character. Yeah. I he's mean, that's Borat, the guy. Because he was Ali G before that. that. Wasn't that the whole point of Borat to get a new identity to go and uh, meld with the masses in? Yeah, yeah, and so here he, yeah, he has to be Borat wearing a costume. Yeah. So he's he's a guy, he's an actor pretending to be a guy who's pretending to, he's you know he's playing a role of someone who's pretending to be people. It's great. Yeah, and that's a Bunuel to Borat today. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I mean, I don't see a whole lot of like I, I really almost the way we're talking about it. I mean, if if it is kind of the satire or pe- using people, for, real people in places for the purposes of satire, it almost seems like a reverse. Yeah, they're kind of both uh, shock jocking, I guess, in different eras of time. So let's yeah. <laughs> say, uh, oh, it's like kind of subtle. Well, it's subtle because it's a movie from 1932. And, <laughs> you know, if it were made today, one, there'd be a whole lot more shit about the goats. And uh, two, there'd probably be a few more, you know, camera tricks and things going on, too. So. Yeah, but as it is, I mean... What an experience. I don't know if I could watch a feature version of it. It's uh Oh no, no, it doesn't need to be any longer than this. Yeah, no, it, it got it I think it did what it was supposed to do when I saw it. it did what it's supposed to do. I mean, I really just as much as I remember that I from Andalusian Dog, I remember that uh the the donkey getting stung. That shot of its eye with all the bees around it. Oh it's right, just, right. It's yeah, really I, I think I flushed that one out of my memory. So, but I, of course you're mentioning. I'm like, yes, of course. But uh, yeah. it's not the first one I think of for this, which is probably good. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, Angel of Death at the end. Good, good beat to put your fin on. Finne? No, it's not Finne. It's just Finn. Yeah, it's just a fin. yeah. Um, an old, an old woman who's likely uh, thirty-one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> say. Uh, yeah, she's she's talking about death, you know, and got the uh, she's got this black cloak on or whatever. And God, there's times when you just think he had to have told them to do this or something. I mean, on the one hand, you're going like, if they don't know, they don't they don't know what cameras are. They don't know what a movie is. Then I, I don't know. There's a lot of question marks. But she well, certainly that that ending, yeah. i guess we'll wrap it up on this one uh you want to give them your your instagram or your twitter somethings yeah folks thanks for having me on the show uh gonzorific g-o-n-z-o-r-i-f-f-i-c that's on instagram that's on twitter that's on face space and there's also a gonzorific.com where you can buy movies that me and my friends made here in athens athens georgia you're so pretty with your spelling there. <laughs> I, I try to do all right when I can, what I do. 
Uh, yeah, because uh, uh, spitting out uh, this is oral hygiene pod at Twitter, Facebook. That's pretty much where I've been keeping it these days. And I talk sci fi movies at MLSFS pod. Man, I almost got it through without except that final S. Okay, that's Twitter, Facebook, whatever. That's a Matt and Luke sci fi sanctuary. So, uh, you know, when you can take a trip, go and go and see those. Uh, those small, those back mountain villages, I guess. You can do that in Georgia. Make a martini for that donkey, man. Yeah, that's probably a better idea. Word. <laughs> Did you advance the film strip? Are you on the final page? Well done.